when you take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Welcome to the Asian Action Cast. We have a <coughs> mini cast. Mini cast. I, my name is Chris, and with me tonight is Nathan. Hey, hey. And we have just watched the spectacular, awe inspiring 36th. Nope. What is it? Disciples of the 36 Chambers. I was technically right, and I'll take that to the grave. This is a. What? Sh- Shaw Brothers. I've. Directed by, I wish Rachel or Sam was here, but directed by Lung Kai Lui. You've seen him in many films. We've watched a couple of his since, like, all this time. He died not too long ago. Um, he got multiple paychecks for this movie. Um, yeah, Gordon, Gordon Liu's like a second. He's in the movie just like he is in the first one. So this is, a, this is a sequel, or I think it's actually the third movie in the 36 Chambers entries from Shaw Brothers. Gordon Liu was in the first. Two, I think. I think he was in both of those um, as the main star. But in this one, we get a new protagonist, or he's kind of a protagonist because he's a piece of shit. And it is Fong Sai Yuk. Yes, um, Fong Sai Yuk. Um, I. So, have you seen any of the other movies at all? The, the Thirty Six Chambers. Yeah, I haven't seen them in in forever. But like the one I remember is like Gordon Liu, the guy with the ball with the nine dots on his head. He's like training. It's essentially him training and fighting. So this is the only one with Fong Fong Shei uh, Yeah, as the main character, definitely. Okay. All right. So we'll um, well let's just get right into it. Um, okay. So this movie opens kind of weird. It's sort of it's got like a, a like a bunch of little fights like during the credits. It's like it's- this tournament that goes on. And one of the things I noticed about this too is not everyone in this movie is ripped to shreds. Which is you know Sam, you're gonna love this one. This is just like everyone's fit as fuck. They have this tuft of hair between their chest. Well, That's, he does, yeah. yeah. One of them. A, lot, a lot of these characters have this tuft of hair between the, che- the chest. And it's like the worst <laughs> glue job I've ever seen, like, honestly. Like, and I'm pretty sure between takes, it goes off his chest and goes on someone's head. It's, yeah, just, yeah, it's a, it, toupa- well, a toupee. It, it, it acts as uh, one of the fake uh, sideburns on half the characters in the film. <laughs> so um, it opens, I think what it's doing is it's retelling, because when, we, when we're introduced to Fong Sai-yuk, he's in school afterwards, and like when the movie actually starts, um, and he's like... He's, a, he's in with the young kids, but he's actually kind of old, and he's obviously sucks at uh, actual learning scholarly pursuits i guess but we're introduced to the fact that he's he's already had to fight i, I don't think that was a tournament i think it might have been a tournament but it sounded like some kind of like almost like a historical reenactment but with tournament fighting i don't know it was weird it was like someone beat someone then he beat them and then he beat her wife and then blah you know and and sort of that's where we got and so he's sort of it's known. really well choreographed i'll give it that yeah it's, it's like, really it's cool just... there's one where they fight on all these pillars yeah and there's and, blades underneath and yep. It's very cool. Everyone's doing some really good moves. Very a lot of flexibility. Lot, it's really well choreographed. I'll that, give this movie that. Yeah, very good. Um, there, I really like that when they're fighting on the pillars, and he wraps his hair around his leg and puts his like makes him do a little ballerina twirl. It's great. Oh yeah, like these guys. Um, yeah, like very good. It's a shame a lot of these guys didn't get like big superstar status because they've really put a lot of work in this yeah, movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. And this is eighty five, so at this point, like Jackie Chan's new 
sort of version of this stuff is really hit by now, I think. So the traditional stuff wasn't really No, it wasn't moving the numbers it used to. But this is very traditional, except it's very com- comedic. A lot of the old ones weren't that funny. This is this is trying to be funny, but the problem is that the humor doesn't translate all it because Fox Fonksack's always getting into mischief. Oh, well, he hates those Manchus. The first thing I saw with that first scene where he's in the school with the young kids is it's just an Asian version of Billy Madison. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it's just like fortune cookie saying is just is he's sitting there and he's trying and he's he's like all these kids are like nine years old, eight years old, and they're all giving him shit. Too. And it's great. he's literally the dumbest kid in the class, and he's twice their size. He doesn't understand what water is. <laughs> They're saying like, what is it? Frost, snow, and and uh, rain are yeah. all water. Yeah. Or, no, frost, snow, and ice are all water. And he's like, it, literally, this is this this type of guy. Is Earth is flat. Yeah. You know, right? If I go off that waterfall, I'm not coming back. I'm not doing it. You know. He's, he's a complete idiot. Um. And but his brothers are in the other room, and they're getting taught with people their age. And there's like this. It's it's literally a room that's got like half a wall, like but you can see into the other class. And every time he tries to go. He argues with his teacher, who the, the old school teacher who just wants to beat everybody. <laughs> He's got what this he really thing. wants to do is just read and not have to pay attention to these kids, these stupid kids. But his brothers, every time he goes, um, <laughs> Falcon Condor saying, every time he gets up and tries to do anything, his, his ropes are tied to all his brothers and they push, pull him back so he can't actually attack. Yeah, well, that's to try and keep him in check because he's he's insane. He's an insane idiot. <laughs> he, he's got... It, somehow he's he, he's got this ability to have steel skin. Well, so what I what I gathered from re- watching the movie is that his mum's married. They're his younger brothers. His mum's married um, this old dude who runs this school, right? But his mum is a kung fu genius too, and he's he's already been. So they're like his half brothers actually, and he's been trained by his mum from a very early age. So he's badass, but he's also like hasn't been doing the book learning. That's what I kind of got from it. Yeah, like Fallen Condor Satellite's mum is she's really awesome. She just absolutely like she she's just no nonsense. Like every every threat is like if you don't behave, I'll tell mum. Oh mum, mum will beat you. Mum will do. And like mum's like she she literally is this this. And what I like about it is they've given her some some time. Oh, she beats the hell out of a few people in this yeah, movie. She they give her some time, and she really does pull did it you, off. You did you saw the other Fong say like the Jet Li nineties movies with us, right? Yes, yes. His mum beats the hell out of people in that too. Yeah, yeah, but um, I just like this. This is uh, very few Shaw Brothers films I've seen have uh, uh, a well, strong female protagonist. Right, you know, fair, I guess. You know. um, so <laughs> they so he's in school. He gets in trouble with the teacher because he doesn't know how to do anything. Um, he the teacher attacks him, and he's so strong that his attack essentially. Ref- I bounce. I'm rubber. You glue, and he smacks himself in the head. He's like, "What? No, you hit yourself. Everybody's gonna say you hit yourself." Ha 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 ha. Anyway, so he goes home and he gets in trouble. He's extremely cocky because he's extremely good at what he does. You yeah, know? he knows how to punch people real good. Um, so he, his mum mum gives him some shit, and then he goes to school the next day. I'm not missing a bit in there. He goes to school the next day, and it's all been done up. Yeah, they've put up some decorations because the 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 education minister is coming for a visit. Yeah, so this is where we first start to learn sort of what's going on. So there's obviously... There's a race divide. Well, yeah, I, I can't really remember. Like, I don't know the period or anything like that. But the Han Chinese have been taken over by the Manchus. So it's obviously during that period where they were ruled by the Manchurians. 86 or 87, I can't uh, remember. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Um, but the whole thing is him just being like, I hate these goddamn Manchus. 
Fuck these guys. Yeah, Filthy Sick Cool just doesn't... He, he's got no filter whatsoever. He just wants to beat the hell But the thing is, of- what's amazing is, like, the, the thing at the end of this movie is literally he has to go, I finally had a conversation with the Manchu. I'm going to believe him exclusively over everybody else now. Like, he's a fucking moron. He's, like, he's the epitome of dumb. It's like he spent his whole life growing up drinking the Kool-Aid, and then, like, when he actually went outside, it was like, oh, wait. The, the, but he instantly believes them. Yeah, like, well, you know, he's like, he he's looked like, over the waterfall and saw land and went, oh, okay. He's like an alt-right, uh, person's wet dream. You believe the, <laughs> the, the, the world is flat, and you believe in eugenics? Yeah, so... <laughs> Like he's, Amway, he's, bitch. A god, he's a goddamn idiot. Anyway, so um, so he goes to school and everything looks really nice. And they're like, "What's going on here?" And then they learn that the minister's coming. Minister's obviously a Manchu because they're you know ruled by the Manchus at the moment. Minister's coming to check on everything. They're obviously being kept down a little bit, being from Canton or whatever, being Han Chinese in the in. The the only other Matt person in this film that is worse is worse than. And fluffy skunk yo-yo is the education minister. He's just everything is not good enough for him. He is just literally walking through this, and he's picking out every fault. He walks up. Your children, ha- the young children, have bad breath. Your all your older students look filthy. This place is not up to standard. He is just like going every little thing, and. <laughs> Bong Se-yok is sitting there and he's like being held back by his brothers and by the teachers and everything. They're like, no, no, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Yeah, it'll go badly for us. This is the thing that I hate about about his character the most. Like, I like a mischievous character sometimes, but he literally doesn't care about anyone else. He's like, well, I'll take the blame. It doesn't matter if you take the blame. You're not the only person who takes the blame. I'll go take blame for it. They're still going to shut down the school. He's got that attitude of like, my neck is stronger than your sword. Yes, exactly. Well, he literally says that later on. But he's he's cocky, but he doesn't he doesn't care about other people either. Like that's the thing you need, and he never and we never see him learn a lesson in the whole film, except that maybe don't drink poison. I think that's pretty much the only lesson that we see him learn. Um, so he does this stuff. He spits a he spits a pork roll or something into the guy's mouth. The, the education minister, have you brought me snacks and tea? Yes, and he, he's literally tasting every bit. This, this, this is disgusting food. How do you people live like this? I'm like, God damn, that pork bun looks delicious. Because he found out earlier, just before this, in the other Here scene, that... eating KFC. And <laughs> I really want that pork bun. He found that... <laughs> Flower Strawberry Yoga is the guy that beat another guy, and he's, like, terrified of him now because yeah. he's realised how good he is. Mm-hmm. And he's just like... <clears throat> and he, he, So he lifts up. They've got all the... What are, they, what are those things they serve it in, the... I don't know, like those little bamboo yeah. like steamers, yeah. steamers around, and he lifts like half of them off, and then he sees, he sees him, and he's got like a like that rolling, and he spits in the in the guy's mouth, and he's like, oh wait, have all this other food, and he starts loading him up with like yep. bowls and, and dishes. Obviously, it doesn't go well. They, they storm out. He's spitting everything. He's like, ah, and everybody's like, well, why did you do that, you goddamn it? He's like, because he was, because he was. Why didn't you guys stand up for yourselves? And I'm like, well, because we don't. We already lost the war. Probably get killed, you idiot. What's that? <laughs> What's it? The hell, Seaton's out of Beakersfield. <laughs> so they, um, so he goes home and he gets in a bunch of trouble, um, and then he get he gets in a bunch of trouble, doesn't he? He does. Right? He does. Like, and they come up with this plan because, um, the, he actually no, he gets in trouble with his parents, but he wants to, um, the the man. Because they go to, um, what is it? The martial artist grave. Yeah, there's a martial arts grave. Now this is <laughs> this this um. 
this scene has the same backdrop that we've seen in every Shaw Brothers movie. I guarantee you, you will see this. It's just been shot from a different angle with different props yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. Literally every scene. And it's got so, some dead fish in it that they keep throwing around. <laughs> so there's this one section, like, it's like two parts. One part is the. It's like this bridge where all these Manchus are, are, are fishing, fishing and having, having a good time. And they're laughing. And the other side's like a grave where they've come to see grandfather. And they're like, clean the grave up. They're pulling the weeds out and they're like, you know, doing the, the ritual thing. And one of the Manchus catches a fish and he's like, it isn't yes. actually the, But this is where we, we don't get introduced to Gordon Lou here. We actually miss a scene where they're playing with a kite earlier. And oh, yes, yes. I, yeah. It's not a big deal. They're just doing flips and shit and playing with a kite. And the kite hits uh, uh, Gordon Liu, who's a wandering monk, in his hat. And he breaks it. And he's like, he's going to talk to him. And then the parents rock up. And they're like, they they bail out as quickly as they can. Like He's like, oh, you don't talk to me. After a while, um, <laughs> they, they, they do the fish thing. One catches. And then the, the leader of the Manchus decides he's going to catch fish. And, of course, he catches this golden carp, which yes. is like this sacred rare fish. And... Um, Fox Ayok goes there and goes oh I'm going to have some fun with this throws another fisherman into one flips the line up catches it yeah it's cool it's pretty cool it's pretty cool to say and then because the monk is wearing this he's wearing one of them bamboo brim wide brim hats the, the, the three storms hat catches a fish and then flips it over to him and then they're like go back to about this as if they haven't caught this fish because they've you know, they're like, we didn't know what fish. I don't know. And he actually, and, and Gordon Liu actually talks about him like, oh, he goes over there and he starts talking to him like, this is a very auspicious sight. Great feng shui. Like, it's amazing. Like, you're all going to do really well in the, imp, in the, in, in, the in some tournament that exams, never happens. Like scholarly exams or whatever. They're all going to get their next rank. Imperial exams. Yeah. And he's like, oh, everything's great. And he's, he talks every, all the, he talks them all out of their bullshit. Right. And then. And then he talks to the mum, but you don't actually see what they're talking about. But he's doing all these movements with his hands. And then the next thing is he's uh, Fong Sayak is like completely strapped up, arms and legs. He can't move at all. He's trying to write. Next scene, he's got these <laughs> stuff on. He's trying to write. And he always does this thing where the brush always goes over his fingers. So he's got like all this. And there's a pretty cool scene here because even though he's all strapped up. Oh, no, this is the beginning scene. Where he, he, he's, he's been disciplined and he has to write um, on whatever the copy of the thing yeah, is. Yeah, he has to do it twice. There's two bits of this, but I didn't think we needed to go into it. We just said he got punished before. This is the second scene where he's had to write something. And it's really funny because like all the little kids are like, in front of him. but he does Because he thing- can't write very well. <laughs> he can't write. <laughs> he, writes like a, he writes like an ape being taught how to write. The thing is, he does this really cool thing where he passes the brush really quickly around his, fa- his back. But it, it goes across the face of two kids. And they've got this big, this big black stripe across. And then they look at each other and laugh. And then the next thing you know, he's going around and just... Doing, done everybody. Doing this Matrix-style stuff where he's going and painting everybody's face, but like they, they don't know, realise what's going on. Teacher looks up and goes, what's going on? Looks at the children. They've all got this black stuff all over their face, and he freaks out. And then he goes, what are you doing, Foxy? And he, Foxy looks up, and he's got all this... <laughs> he's painted as well, and he just like freaks out. And he's like, ah, everyone needs a beating. <laughs> I'm calling your mother. So that was a scene a little bit earlier. But what, in what He's doing sort of the same thing in this scene, but now he's completely strapped up and he can't move at all, really. He has to really lean over and stuff, and he gets shitty about it. Um, and then they go... Well, they go to the... They go to this gymnasium. It's called a gymnasium, like a Manchu gymnasium, right? They're like, we got to find that monk. That monk taught, like, told my mum how to... See, Strap me up. Frog sailing yachts actually really angry because like this, he can't get out of these bonds. For some reason, he's got skin like steel, but can't get out of these bamboo bonds. That's right. So he decides he convinces his two brothers to let him out to unlock his leg 
Um, so they can walk sh- faster. So they can walk faster. They won't get in trouble. And they go off to find the, the gymnasium. Well, they, they, he tells them they're going to the, find the monk. But then the first place they go is the Manchu Gymnasium, which is only a place you'd go if you wanted to pick a fight. Because he thinks that when he was talking to, the, trying to save them from the for the fish incident, that he was part of their... Like Manchu crew. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a really big leap. Well, you know, the man thinks the world's flat, so... He's an idiot. That's true. He's the dumbest man I think uh, I've seen on film in quite a while. I'm pretty sure he's tried to start a fight with a chicken in one scene, but, you know... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he... um. He goes into this place and he's only got his uh, legs available to fight. And he's, as soon as he's in there, he starts picking fights. Like they try to, like, he goes to walk through the door and, like, hey, you can't come in here. And that's it. Just, it's that's, not, it's on. That's, that's all he needs. He's like, no, tell me no. Then he's, and to his credit, even though he's strapped up, he's still he doing fights some, him pretty good. Yeah, for very good, um, you know, aerobic. Um, Jumping around, flips and shit. Yeah, it, it's some good martial artists here, you know. Yeah. If they really caught, thought the choreography in this is what saves this movie. Yeah, and there is a lot of it. There's a lot of fights in this film. They're all pretty good. Because you don't really like any of the characters no, in this movie. They're all like, pretty bad. Actually, I just feel bad for his brothers a lot, and his mum's pretty cool. Yeah, like this, like maybe the for me, it's probably the Abbot and the and the mother. That's probably it. Like the, this is one of those few movies where I've just have not cared about the character. Like no, no, no. There, there's no there's no redeeming qualities to this person at all. And he's he's definitely the main character. They expect that you're going to really find him charming. Uh, so he goes in there he starts fighting he lose, kind of loses to one dude and he's going like you need to undo my hands so I can fight better so he acts like this guy's really hurt him and then his brothers run over all sad oh my brother is dead and they unlock him and he bursts out and he starts kicking the crap out of everybody yeah he, he's just he, he does the old uh, what's it rope a dope yep throw a dope sort of like face him out and, yep. and gets back up and, and then they this is, is this the one with the commander that comes in? No. It, not the commander, but the the, um, the guy who's directed this movie, La Kung Lia. Oh, man, I'm just going to stop saying it. He, he's the I'm head of the... I'm just going to call him La. <laughs> La comes out and he's the head of the, uh, the this this um, gymnasium. Yeah. And he's basically said, you Hans have come in and attacked us. That's it. We're shutting the studio down. Not like, just we're shutting the studio down. He's like, you've come into our, ha- like our Manchu temp. We're going to just kill you. Like You're going to get beheaded now. We're going to behead you. And they 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 run away. At this point, they beat their way out essentially. Yeah, it's not. It's not like we've got to get out of here. Retreat. Like maybe the two brothers sort of a little bit worried, but he's just like, I'm gonna leave, but I'm gonna like kick a few Saunter heads on the way. You out. know, like. And then and then he was like, they're about to chase him, and he's like, the commander goes, "We Manchus don't chase them. We know where they're going. We'll just go there later." So. And this is where they go to the um, the the other temple, the the the, the Han temple, and. They sit there and they said, "Well, look, you know what? We want your son." And uh, oh, actually, I, I've made a mistake. This is cool. They go home and um, the they've basically explained what happened, and they they go right. Well, the the father's like, "I've had enough. You're going to have to go. You can you. That's it. You know, we're going to get shut down." Um, your life is not worth all of this. No, the album's not going to come out in time. You know, yeah. shut the studio down. You're you're a loss you're a loss maker now. You you're no good for me. Uh, so he's like, get rid of him. You've got two other sons, and then the other two sons are like, we will also go. And like, ah, he's like, God damn it, you can't have all you go. And okay. then the mum, even the mum's jumping like, you, you, this is my, son, my only son, which kind of makes me feel bad for the two brothers because yeah, they're like, man. um, you know, it's sort of like this one. I've trained him since birth. You two are just tag alongs. Just yeah, you know. you're the half brothers who suck. <laughs> uh, but but she's got a plan. She's like, we'll take him to the we'll take him to the Shaolin Temple. The Manchus don't like to fuck with them. 
uh, we they won't they won't press on him. We'll take him there, and they'll take him in, and then it'll be the end of it. And it should really be the end of it. Like literally, if the, if if the idiot child Fong Sayak had just been like, okay, I'll become a Shaolin dude, that would be the end of the film. But no, he never learns a lesson. And he goes, I'm going to sneak out a lot. So now what we get is we get a bunch of training stuff, right? But before we do that, there's a really cool scene with a mum who says, look, I'll give you... They take the kids to the thing and she begs the monks to take them. And they do. And they do. Like, he convinces the abbot. Um, but there's a really cool scene after that where um, they come after... They go, well, give them three days. You blah, blah. Yeah. After three days, they come in and the mother says, all right, um, I'm not going to give you these kids, but I will be your wife. And then goes, oh, okay. And he's like, but you have to split my legs. So she puts her knees, she's standing yeah, she, up, puts she does, her knees. She does the old Catholic keep a quarter behind between the legs <laughs> thing. Like, and, and he cannot get in there. And he does like all these things. And then like, it's funny because all the other guys are around. They're all like, they're holding the long pikes with the, with the blades. And they're all like, oh, push, go, pull apart, pull apart. And she just like. She can't n- do it. He cannot he, he do get, it. Get yeah. And he, it's quite funny because at the end of it, he like admits, he goes, you are very good. Puts a thumbs up and goes, well done. <laughs> I go now. Yep. And then he walks out and she's like, oh, you've done it. And she's like, oh, she my. falls down. Falls down. That's it. <laughs> so so it's over. Like, this could be the end of the movie. But what we get now is a few different kinds of training things and him trying to sneak away and doing, like, dumb crap to make people shitty at him. So there's a scene where like, they're running up walls and yeah. he's like. I can run up these walls. Yeah, look. Watch. But the abbot jumps up and has like this little mini fight with him on, on, the, on the angle, on, on the roof the, angle. It's really the, cool. Yeah, it's not like, and then he because he knows the tricks of the walls. And he makes the walls move out further and things like that, yeah. and basically tries to humble him, embarrassing him a little bit. But you know, he, he can't be embarrassed. He has no shame. He he just like it does get to him a little bit, but not enough for him to like straighten up and fly right. He no. just thinks that. I'll, I'll just beat him in the next thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ne- he never. The thing is, he never really gets a comeuppance. Um, he never learns a lesson. And we- I know we've come back to that a bunch of times now, but he never does. So he doesn't learn a lesson here, even though he does get beaten. Um, then they're like, there's a bunch of different ones that they're doing in here. Um, what happens first? Do they try and sneak out to go get dog meat next? Or like they, they have, There's a scene where they're having like dinner or lunch or whatever it is, and he's like, what is this? It's like, how would you guys like to try dog meat? And they're like, uh? like honestly, it, it, it makes me think that like all the other guys are actually stupider than him. Like because they follow along. Yeah, they've never either that or they're the most sheltered people I've ever met. Well, they are monks. Like <laughs> flying sickle, <laughs> flying sickle yum is just he's sitting there just dragging these guys along, and yeah. it's like, and they always do it. They always go along. It's like you. you Dedicated your life to be this, these monks and you, you, this strict training regimen. This guy comes along and, and says, oh, dog meat. And you guys are like, oh? I'd like to try dog meat. So he, um, so the first night they try and escape. They try to sneak out by going up the, the, the where they've just been training up the yep, walls. And, but they fail. Because the roof down. falls down. Yep. And the abbot comes in and is like, oh, yeah, we were just trying to train. And it's like, well, that's really good. So now you can train day and night, you little bastards. <laughs> And they go. They go to the interior interior of a monk sweat ha- sweatshop where they're um, cooking and, and doing dishes. And so obviously Fong Seok's doing the dishes because you know why not? And he's doing them like a retarded ape would, like throwing balancing water in, on a bunch of plates and stuff, just while showing them up. off. And yeah, he's just he's always doing dumb shit. 
Um, and he gets in trouble and he gets one. St- uh, the abbot comes in and throws something at him and he gets it stuck between his legs. He catches it between his legs, and now trying he- to be like cool and show off. But the abbot goes, Right, now you have to, if that, you have to do it with that in there because if you've got these big skills, um, and he says, the other, If he breaks anything, punish him again. Yeah. Um, and he, like, and there's a lot, and he goes, And it's lunchtime soon, so you better get cracking. Uh, <laughs> so they, that, that's one of the things that, so does he, what, this is where it gets a bit confusing because I sometimes think about things out of order sometimes in my own head. Um, so does he go off to the Lantern Festival next? Is that like the next actual beat here? Or is him learning, him trying to get out of doing the the water pole thing? It's the water pole thing. Yeah. So like they've got these poles in the water and they, they all jump in and in synchro, synchro they're doing this. They lift the pole up, slam it down, sort of like, go to punch the yep. pole and then they all move across. So it's yes. all in, in synchro. Yep. And of course, <coughs> he's always out of sync. Yeah. Forest field shopping. Yo is just, he's, he's, he's jump. He's trying to get to the end of the line. So he's like, doesn't have to go in. Yep. But then like the abbot comes in. So he, he calls him on it. He jumps down, does like one rep of this and jumps out of the water and he goes, you know, my, I'm pretty familiar with this. I only need to do half the training, quarter of the training, you know. And it's like, and so the abbot's like, oh, really? <laughs> Everybody out of the pool. <laughs> out, out. It's adult swim time, out of the pool. And so on the other side of the, uh, on the other side of the, the like water area, like it does look a bit like a pool. Uh, on the other side, there's a bunch of monks just standing there and they get off their gear and they jump in and they essentially fight Fong Sayak in the pool and they beat him pretty easily. It's, it, I kind of was impressed with this because, at first, I thought, oh, Fong is going to get out of this again, and it's just going to be... But no, they actually managed to pin him down with these logs. Now, obviously, it's five or six or seven against one. Yeah. But it's finally good to see him actually getting a yeah, little bit of... Yeah, they pin him up against a wall. Like, so they all go under the water and sort of hide, and then they pop up, and they slam the logs on him. And he's like, he mostly sort of evades them for a while, but then they just do, the four or five of them get enough poles around him that he can't move anymore. He's just chap- trapped. And, and you, you think for a second... Maybe he'll learn a lesson now, but no, he doesn't. The abbot's like taunting him. Oh, come on, you should listen to the ways of the log. And he's like, well, you know. And all I could think of during that scene was um, Ren and Snippy, log. (laughs) Everyone wants a log. Rolls downstairs. Um, so and so that night he's we don't know if it's that night but one of these nights he goes I'm going to go see the Landon Festival and they're like what's the Landon Festival well you see every year we have this festival blah 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 yeah so where it's basically all these colourful shiny things yes so he goes he's you want to come and they're like no we're too tired we're going to go to bed yeah like, we're you know actually working hard we're, we're sick of your shit yeah <laughs> every time we do something with you we get in trouble I'm sick of your extroverted ass get the hell out of here. <laughs> So um, he, but he's he's noticed while he's been doing the dishes that they throw water in a certain spot every to get rid of the water. So there's obviously a drain there. So he's been working on the pipes and the bars down there. So he can, he escapes out that way, um, and he heads into town. And you know there's stuff going on, and he tries to get in. It's mad busy, and he sees like the lion dance and all these people. And then he, but he can't get in. There's a gate. And these people are looking through it, and he try, he taps the guard, and the guard's like, "Get away from me!" He says, "Look upstairs, look up the sign up there." And the sign says, "I think it says no Hans allowed." Yeah, no Hans allowed. And he's like, "Oh!" And so he, he jumps up on the roof and looks down, and he's watching it from the roof. And of all this festival thing, all you know the stuff going on, he starts clapping. Oh, this is a great thing! Yay! Yeah, and they notice him, and everybody sort of stops and says, "Oh, oh this one man," and there's. It's not not the commander, but it's the like his second in charge or something says, guards, get that guy down. But he just jumps down. Yeah. 
right face to face and, and then he like there's what's happening in in the scene is there's dancers and there's tumblers and there's some actors and he sort of jumps into the tumbling and the acting and he's doing flips and stuff and they're sort of half fighting him half not fighting him and then the commander or the governor let's call him the governor because i think that's actually what he is the governor's like i like martial arts and he's like where are you from he's like i've been training at shaolin motherfucker and he goes, oh, Shaolin, and he's here. Uh, 36th uh, Chamber, you know, just you know, just ask no. me about my credentials. Yeah, just ask me about it, but I'm not supposed to. It's a secret, but I'll tell you everything anyway, because I'm an idiot. Uh, everybody gather around. There's only 4,000 of you. Let's uh, <laughs> So he um, basically just bragging a little bit, you know, he's got a little, little, you know, swagger in his step, and he's like trying to, you know, get some attention. Yeah, because he can't help himself, essentially. And um, he, so he sort of has an introduction, like, well, why don't you come back? We're going to have a tournament. We're going to have a fighting tournament. It's like, well, I can't come during the day. So he just runs off and then... It's funny because it sees him sneaking back through the, uh, um, the sewers again. And he's got this lantern... Yeah, like he's just and he like and someone tries to throw scraps in the water. And he's like protecting it with his his clothes and all that. And he sort of yeah. sort of looks up, walks around, and he sort of grabs <laughs> he grabs this basket of stuff and then like walks out. As and this bit, was Shaw Scope. This is the bit with Shaw Scope. Oh, this is the one bit of. I was going to say this is one of the few uh, Shaw Brothers films I've seen that hasn't had a Shaw Scope scene in it. Yeah, I must have missed this one because you picked up on it. But yeah, anyway, so it's really subtle. It's literally just from him going to one area to the next door. So he's got this basket of fruit or veggies and stuff then puts it down and walks down and he goes and sneaks in back into where everyone's sleeping and um knocks and sneaks in and then knocks on the walls and is like guys what are you doing and they say i've been in the lantern festival and pulls out a lantern which is all shiny and and it and, and, and is to me it looks gaudy but in a world of blandness that is the shaolin temple apart from the, like the gold buddha <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty fancy looking yeah like and this is this is where i think um it, this film sort of pushes that, like, face scram use. Um, he's this guy that just manages to get all these people around him yeah. because they're- he's a he's a leader of men for no apparent reason. <laughs> like, honestly, it's 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 like, it's like kid mentality when you're like young, like, oh, look at that guy, he's got a GI Joe, I'm going to be his friend for life, or I've yeah. got a ninja star, like, let's be friends, you know, it's yeah, that yeah. that type of mentality in this whole movie. Oh, it's bad. So he decides that um, after that, like, he's going to go um, to this tournament thing. Mm-hmm. And he goes up there, and they so they he walks in, and they're all like, you know, the the the, the governor's sort of trying to get some information out of him about, you know, yeah. So so what kind of things you learn in thirty six chambers? Yeah, why don't you show us all? But he, he's sort of yeah, he's coy. Like, it's a secret. But then he just does it anyway. <laughs> like, so he, this um he shows two things that he, that we've basically seen him learn. And then, because they, they had this tournament, the guy who won the tournament goes, I'd like to fight him. And he's like, okay, all right, come on. Come on. Yep. So they begin to... <laughs> Again, pretty good fight. It's not a bad fight, but the thing is, there's no like, all right, ready, set, go. He just jumps up and they just start going for it. Yep. And the first couple of hits, he sort of walks away from him and goes, this, this student has no patience. He's, he's got good skills, but no, like, I'm, I'm going to school this guy. Like, you know. And he does. He schools him completely. He, like, um, he's like, he jumps on his foot. He's like, your stance is very predictable. Jumps on his foot, stops him there, goes for his balls. <laughs> like, you've got too many openings, all this kind of stuff. And the governor's like, oh, very interesting. Oh, interesting. And then, like, the, the second in command's, like, Lei. Was it Lao Lu? Lei? No, it's a different guy. Oh, He's is not it? in these scenes. He's in, he's in the scene before, like, at, at, at that Manchu thing. And he's at the wedding. 
Probably because everybody's at the wedding. All right. So there's a there's a second in command, and like he's sort of like the brains of the operation. Yeah. So he's, he's, going- he's he's the grand vizier. He's the guy in all of these things that's got a shitty looking mustache, and he's he's crotchety and he's conniving. Yeah, and he's the one that sort of says, "Well, look, here's a plan." And while while this is all going on, the governor's like, "All right, we'll give it a go." And he goes, "Look, we're gonna. This is a wedding between a Manchu and a Han. Yep. Um, I'm gonna use it to make peace through the region. Um, I want you to invite your friends. Yeah, Come on the, down. Invite the, uh, the. This is where it was a bit interesting. They said that the people that they're training at the 36 chambers are secular, so they're not actually monks as such. They're just people who are learning like martial art. They haven't taken like Buddhist vows, I guess. So um, he's like, invite those guys. And they're like, yeah, they're pretty good. They're almost as good as me. Yeah, because because he sort of gets him on board. He sort of like the the. The governor sort of gets him on board because you've got to remember this whole movie, like 85% of the movie is this guy going, I hate the Manchu. And then he meets the Manchu governor and the Manchu governor goes, I'd like there to be peace between the hands and the Manchu. And instantly he's on like on board. It's like there's not even a second hesitation in his idea. It's like, yeah, sure. That's cool with me. Uh, what can I do about that? He's like, you know, can you bring your guys? We'll like send them to schools. And every time we have a tournament, you guys can be there and, you know, blah. It's like that naivety coming through. He's just yeah. like, this, this must be true. You know, I've never, nobody, everybody else is like trying to put us down. This is the one guy there who's trying to, you know, it's all yeah. right. Okay. We'll go with that. Yeah. So he, 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 they give him a yellow vest. They give him, so, so the Manchu, all the Manchu martial artists have been wearing this like yellow vest. I gotta say this. This stuff looks like, it looks like they've, a t-shirt. they've got a t-shirt and they've put it. You know how if you wear a t-shirt over something, you can clearly see there's something underneath yeah. it, like those sleeves that come through. It looks like that. Yeah, it's it looks bad, but I assume it's not bad because some of the other costuming is pretty good. So this no, looks stupid. Yeah. So the next scene is there. All the in the monk in the the abbot's taking like a meditation class, and all the students are sitting there and they're all meditating. Except for Fried Spot Yanko. He's sitting there and he's just pulling his shirt apart. Got the vest underneath. And he's, and he's like showing everybody. He's like, hey, look at this. But he's not doing it in this subtle way. He sort look of rolls. This fancy vest I've got. He rolls back on his back and uses his feet to tap the guys in front of him on the shoulder. You know, like. And he stands up, sort of peacocking a little bit. Just. Yeah. And all the guys are out. And then next thing you know, the Abbott, who's. Because they've got the. They're playing this drum and this other thing, like a. I don't know, it's a bell or something to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing like the meditation, tap, 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 dong, tap, 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 dong. And then, then the abbot goes, um, what, are you, what are you showing everybody? And he's like, everyone gets back into formation really quickly. And he's like, yep. nothing. And he goes, what are you showing them? And he's like, no, 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 nothing, nothing. They're just, they're just looking at me. Because you know, everybody's supposed to have their eyes closed. I've got my chi going on and they just, they saw They're it. amazed by my, my powers. Yeah. I'm like, super saiyan over here. I'm, this is why I'm in the center, you know, yep. like, check me out. So the abbot goes, all right, everybody back to the pool. We're going to do... So it's funny in this part because they all run out. They're all taking their shirts off and he runs out, takes his shirt off. He's still got the yellow vest on. And one yeah. goes, the vest, the vest. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he wraps it up. And he hides it under all the other clothes, not realizing that the abbot's going to see it straight away. So they were out and they're about to jump the pool. And then like the abbot comes out and goes, whose yellow vest is this? Who is this? And of course, our, it is. our hero, Fuel Super Yellow, he gets up there and goes... Yep, it's mine. I got it from for being awesome. Yeah. At, at the, <laughs> with the I, went, I went to the Manchu contest and beat some heads, son. I was like, I was doing it to prove how good we are in the Shaolin. We've got to stop hiding in the shadows. We 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 we've not been taken seriously. We need to step up. And it's like literally. I know no one's ever actually had explained it to him as to why they don't do the thing, like show everybody the ma- special magic skills. 
But at the same time, I think it doesn't need to be said. He's obviously dense. Like, you don't show the people the skills so they can't counter the skills. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty much it. But he, he's because he's so. He hasn't been beaten yet. He hasn't had no. a good smackdown yet. Yeah. Like he, he literally needs to get his head slapped. So oh. they're like, "Well, you've broken the tenants. You've broken the twelfth command, which is don't don't do the martial arts outside of the school. Secondarily, you also broke the other command of not leaving the temple for five years. So, I guess you're out of here." And it's like, "Well, I'm out, and I'm going to be great. I'm going to bring back the hand." I'm like, "What are you talking about? You're you're in bed with the the Manchu. You're in bed with the Manchus. You're a traitor at this point." So I wish someone had said that to him. I wouldn't have, wonder what would have gone through his head. But no one ever says anything to him. Well, the they abbot, just go, you're an idiot. The abbot score, um, scolds him for, for what he's done, but it, it's not... I he, mean, doesn't tell the, he doesn't go to the secondary step as to, hey, why is your reasoning stupid? Like, it's sort of like... he doesn't. Nobody really gets a chance to kick him off. He's like, you know what? I'm taking responsibility. I'm gone. Yeah. I'm deciding to do it. He's sort of like... Yeah. It's like that, that old psychological, I'm taking the power away from them. I'm doing this. And it's yeah, like... I'm leaving. You know... It, <laughs> They're not kicking me out. I'm, I'm le- leaving. You didn't fire me. I quit. <laughs> yes. Uh, so he so he goes and he goes straight to the commander and goes, oh, actually no, this is where he gets the invites. The in the in the other thing, he's that's where he talks about getting a Shaolin monk to go to every school. But in this bit is the bit where he goes, well, who's at the temple? Like this is where he asks. This is where the commander, the gen- the governor asks, well, who's at the temple? And he's like, well, there's about nine of these dudes. They're all about as good as me. Uh, then there's the abbot. He's going, well, invite the abbot. And then he has a then he has a conversation with the henchman, Henchy Henchy Grand Vizier. And he goes, get those nine guys first. And there's a funny thing here. Like, this is one of the things that always like he has a premonition in the movie. Like, as soon as they say that, like, a music cue hits. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So 70s. <laughs> and it, but it's, it's, but he's still believes like there's no it's like it's like this red herring thrown in there like nah you're just gonna they're not gonna believe it but you know we'll do it like this so after that um he gets these wedding invitations and he gives them out to all the the students and they sneak off and the next scene is the, all the ab, all the abbot and the monks they're trying where are everybody go in check it out and they go out and <laughs> they find all the invitations they find the envelopes with the invitations yeah. this is what confused me at first i was like why do they leave the invitations it's the envelopes with all their names on yeah. it so they all go up and they're all wearing purple like it's it's not dress but it's like stock, stock standard like, yeah, it's it's very spotlight pink. had a sale on yeah, purple drapes and yeah, you know, yeah. They, they got they got some extra extra material from somewhere felt awful, somewhere along the line. awful awful outfits, but we actually also get a, a, a Gordon Liu's um, monk abbot guy. He's like shit. I got to go fix this. So he runs out and he's trying to see what's at this wedding and he can't get it. And he's like, this is an awful lot of guards for a wedding. So then he finds out who the bride is. And he goes, and it's so fantastic. What I, the one thing about this that sort of made me a little bit, he's this badass abbot monk, yep. but when he's trying to question the guards about the security, they're, they're, he's letting them manhandle him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like... Really? He does what he needs to do to not to draw attention to himself, I think. Uh, I guess that's... Because I'm so used to everybody else in this movie, just like, as soon as you put your hands on somebody, it's like, that's it, World War Three. let's go, son! Yeah. So well, that's because he's learned humility at some point or another. So um, he he sneaks into this lady's room and they're all talking like, "Oh, you're he's going doing to the Spider Man thing." He's hanging from the roof upside down. Like yep. it's it's quite a cool little scene. And then <laughs> it's funny because like the the whole Bond plot explain. Yeah. Exp- and it's funny because the the bride actually says, "Okay, you can stop talking now." You know, just in case. And then he does this like flip and lands down, and she screams and goes, "Uh!" Oh. The next scene is. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, it's those guys waiting to let people in. So there's the governor, everybody's talking. Uh, they let the... Because what he's done is the, the abbot has flipped in there, stolen all of her clothes, obviously tied her up. I don't know if he's killed her or not. I'm not sure. I don't think so because he's a pretty nice guy. Uh, but he's taken her place in the cart. And who is leading the cart? The, the palanquin? But, his, but uh, Fong Sai Yuk's mum. And this is what annoys the hell out of me. Because... They all get these because they've been told what's going to happen is all these heroes are going to drink in front of the the, the bride to be, and the the um, the nine Shaolin guys they get special cups, which are obviously poisoned. Like, why else would this occur? It's poison, and and why doesn't Fong Sayak realize that it's his mum at the front of the thing, and maybe something's going on? The only thing I can think of is, is, is Fire Sky Yanship gets there and thinks, oh, this is these special cups are because we're here and they're making an effort for it. But, yeah, but his mum literally just bursts out and goes, don't drink that. It's poison. And everybody else goes, okay, I'm not going to drink that. But the guy with his mum, with the person who's just yelled, don't drink that. It's poison. is like, fuck you. I'm drinking this shit. I got to say, too, when, when he before he when he bursts out of the, the they call it a sedan. So it's basically this. The the bride's encased in this little this like a, it's like a rickshaw but not and they bring it in and as soon as he jumps out of it he <laughs> he's so powerful that it, the thing just explodes like there's bits of debris everywhere he just leaps out yeah it's everywhere but what's fantastic about it is he's perfectly in her outfit he's got a headdress he's got like a Padme thing going on from like Star Wars he he doesn't like and only when he takes it off does anything get ruffled yes that's right he's Gangster as hell. He can fight in, in all of this and not not get anything messed up, lose a hair out of place. But as soon as he takes it off, it's like yeah. And then Fong Sai, Fong Sai wants to fight him. Everybody, all the other guys are like, "Oh shit, some yeah, we're pretty more, we're pretty dumb." And Fong because Sa- everybody starts rushing in with swords and stuff. So it's like, okay, well maybe it's not a good time to be from Shaolin. Maybe Fong Sai gets there and says, "I'm not going to believe you. I'm actually going to drink this tea or this wine, whatever it is." Even though everyone else is throwing it down, he's like, nah, I don't believe it's poison. Because he's a moron. And then says, you're here to disrupt this wedding. You're jealous. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> he's so dumb. He's so dumb. Like, literally, this is one of the most unlikable characters I've he's, ever... The thing, the thing that blows my mind is, his mum's right there. Like... <laughs> Like, what is he thinking? Num, you may have raised me and taught me to be this Superman amongst mortals. But you've given me the brain of a pea. But I'm it's not... completely Just because smooth. you've told me not to drink this wine doesn't mean it, sh- it should be so. This man here, who I've known for 15 minutes, is going to bring us all together. Who is also someone I've, I've de- of a race of people I've determined are my mortal enemies, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one that said, let's not fight, let's make peace. So he must be on the level. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm going to drink this wine, and I'm going to prove you all wrong. Yeah, so I'm going to drink it, and so they he drinks it, and then he starts fighting Gordon Liu. But what I really want to focus in on in this early part of this fight sequence, and there's a, this is a fantastic end fight sequence. It's very, very good. Um, but his mum fights off like 17,000 people with spears, like really well. It's it's really well done. The only thing I had with it was that it was slightly slower than the yeah. normal one, but full credit because it it is on par with a lot of them. Yes. Like, it may not be... It's slightly slower, but not... Like, we've seen see a lot of them. You can see the guys with the spears are, like, holding back a little bit too, but... But we've... Because we've watched so many of these, we notice it. But if you hadn't seen it before, you would think, oh, wow, this is, you know... And as I said, for an 85 film to give 
um, especially in this, this supposed time period to give the, the focus to the mum like that. Yeah. You know, it's pretty rare. So, um, well done. Uh, if we could ever find the actress's name. Uh, we probably will at some point. Yeah, we'll, we'll do some research eventually. And for a pod, unrelated podcast, we'll bring up her name. and go, Oh, right. that was in that film. That's right. So, she does some fantastic stuff. Um, the the nine friends don't really feature very much. They're more of um. They're more to keep because like there's a a massive. It's, ba- it's, it's basically an hundreds, army. Yeah, it's basically hundreds of people fighting at this. So they're point. just in the background trying to hold them off. Yeah, and- so they're essentially making space so that Gordon Liu and um, Fong Sayak can fight for a while, and then at some point he starts coughing up blood. The the fight between them isn't that great. I mean, it's quick. And it's brutal looking, but it's not that interesting. They do this thing where they, they punch into their chest and they sort of twist their, yeah. their fist or their foot or whatever's there. And they sort of look at each other and they sort of like step back and they have a bit of distance. And then Fong Shaihuk finally realizes that, oh, wait a minute. I'm, I'm dying of this, something. This, this, this isn't right. He, he couldn't have done that. And he sort of he sort of dawns on him that the poison was poison. Actually, yeah, that the drink was actually poison. And then he's like, and then, and then all this time, the governor and his like henchmen have been like, let them kill each other. <laughs> we won't waste they, our energy. And then they realize, oh, and then Fong Sayak realizes it is poison. They might have to fight for their lives here. So they start fighting the governor, who fights really good. Their fight scene is cool. Yeah, the, the, uh, this, the, the governor in this whole thing, like the, the monk jumps out. Now, I know he's fighting guys with spears. So he's got like this, it's a knife on a chain. Like yeah, those like three a, it's segmented. Like, it's, it's like a three seg- segmented. Uh, it's not a staff, but it's like a three segmented ch- uh, nunchuck. Uh, not long enough to be a three sectional pole, uh, but one of them has a blade on the end of it too. So he's he's fighting like that, but all throughout this, the commander or the governor doesn't use a weapon until the end, until near the end where he has a, a it, like a glaive. But during the most of the fight, he's fighting guys with weapons without them. Yeah. And, like, the only other person that's doing that is, uh, well, obviously... Fong Sayak. Fong Sayak. But Fong Sayak's mum. Yeah. She's the only person that doesn't fight with a weapon. Yeah, do the I whole think thing. So. I think maybe at one point she picks up a spear, but it's pretty brief. Um, but, yeah, so they're fighting. Um, hit, their fight is real good, though. It's real low. There's lots of good kicks. Lots of long flips down where, like, you know, you land in the splits and stuff. Lots of that kind of stuff. It's real good. Um, and then they, they can't get out, though. Like, the... The Shaolin guys, they can't get out of this place. So they try the front door, they can't get out. It's surrounded and there's guys outside too. They try and get out, go through the back and there's a really beautiful like garden in there. And at one point, all of them learn their... Um, like they get in the water and they hide under the water and all the managers like, where they go, where they go? And they burst through the bridge. That's really cool. There's a scene uh, in this fight where they decide, well, we can't get out. So they do this thing where it's really, really cool. They all line up. Buck, buck, number one. Yeah. <laughs> they play buck, buck. So they run on each other's heads and jump onto the roof. And they all get... So there's like... All of them are on the roof. So there's all the guys in yellow on the ground, all the guys in purple on top of the roof. And then um, like they go to get away, but like the guys in yellow have come up on top of the roof as Yeah, there's well. always people... There are already people on the roof. And they're like throwing swords at them. So they're like, well, we can't do that. So they all jump down... And then that's when they jump in the water yeah. and they do the whole, like, come up What's interesting the about the jump, on, what, that the running up the backs onto the roof is that they didn't actually need to do that because later on just want, they, they jump up there on their own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a scene where they go to go out the front door and, like, it's so funny because they jump out. Some guys just jump over the fence, like, the, over the wall, and then some guys just come through the front door. And it's like, what was the point if you can do that? Yeah. And I think all of them can to a degree. Like... I don't think anyone's had a hard time getting onto that roof. They didn't need to do that thing. Anyway, so the, the, it, the fight is pretty good. It goes for a while. It's very massed. There's lots of combat going on, lots of pitting everywhere, striking multiple assailants around you. 
It's very, very cool and fast and great. At the end of it, they decide to escape. Everybody's like, oh, we found a way out. They burst through the door. So Fong is sitting there and he's like, he's getting progressively worse through the fight. And they have Not, to get him out of there. They, have to, he, they want to get him out of there. He's just like happy to go, on. Oh, I'm going to fight. Um, so the funny thing is they finally get out <laughs> at the front. But Fong Seo comes back through, mm-hmm. jumps through the doorway, does a split in the doorway and spits blood into the mouth of the commander or the, the governor. Governor. And it says, now you've had a taste of the poison wine. Now, this is what makes me laugh because I don't think... <laughs> It's supposed to be that the the governor's had this poison and it just affects him straight away. He's like, or alternatively, they all freak out because he's got the poison and they take him away to get the antidote. But essentially, all the Manchus run away. Yeah, they grab the commander and they're all like, "We got to save the commander, we've save the commander." And he's like, Ugh. "I reckon it's just the fact that someone had the audacity to spit blood in his face." Yeah, man, you don't know where that kid's been. <laughs> So after that, it's basically that's pretty much the end of the movie. Like- the end of the movie is uh, there's a little bit of a scene where he's. Um, He's in a bed resting, but oh, he's up to wacky hijinks. He's faking his illness at this point. See, like, they're going, oh, why is it taking so long? It's taking a couple of days now. He rubs his hands on the wall to get the white stuff and puts it over his yeah. his eyes and that, like, so it looks like he's very sick. The abbot sort of picks, he's like, oh, it looks at his hands. Oh, okay. So he goes back out <laughs> and then, like, as soon as everyone walks out, he jumps out of bed, literally does that kip up, out of bed, grabs two pieces of fruit, starts eating. He's looking through the, the gaps in the door. Yep. And then in bursts the abbot, and, and then he does the greatest scare a cat flip yeah. backwards. And he pauses halfway through, like it's freeze frame. And, and that's just, the end of the film. And it's, it's pretty funny. And, I, and I, I didn't hate this film. I didn't, I didn't like any of the characters. I didn't think anyone was redeeming, but the fights were really good. This is, yeah, I got to admit, like the, the, choreograph, uh, the choreography and the, um, the action scenes and everything like that, it, it's really well done. As some like everyone's in in tip top shape. Yeah. Everyone's like that. I mean, this is this is you could almost say this is a labor of love, really, because everyone's putting like one hundred and ten percent into it. I don't think there's any scenes where everything's been, anything's been phoned in. No, any anything with some physical any physical stuff that's going on is on point. But I just yeah, apart from maybe the mum and maybe um, the abbot. The re- everybody else is either a sniveling coward, like, or, an idiot. or they just yeah, there's no like, like you feel sorry for some characters, but you just there's no one you can actually get behind and go, oh yeah, that's you no, know. no. Everybody makes their own bed in this movie, um, and I don't, and no one learns anything. Not that you have. I'm never going to say that you have to have someone that learns a moral, but that's the point of this kind of character is you start off like a dumbass, and at some point in the second act you learn a lesson. And then in the third act, you redeem yourself. He never does. It really would be nice to see him like cop a flog and just to like like the almost like a right having and then have a rocky montage of him. But you never really like he gets like you say he gets made sort of feel a little bit. But afterwards, he's just so cocky. He's like, no, I don't. I don't care. You know. Um, So let's go. Hail to the stuntman. Who do you think got hurt the most? Oh, um, I bet you it's probably one of those random background characters who got hit by a piece of wood or something because <laughs> there's exploding wood in this movie all the time. There is a scene where three of them flip off the roof at the same time. Yeah. And then they, they land, land on a bunch of spears and then flip again. Yeah. So I think maybe possibly that. Although, um, I got to admit, there's a cool scene where the governor does this flying leap. And then they just throw poles up and he wraps his legs around. So that may have hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's how... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's an actually kind of a cool scene going back just to that last fight sequence. So there's a bit where... Because the whole bridge is messed up. So there's actually a, a, a water feature now in the garden rather than just sort of a bridge and a little bit of a water feature. And the Shaolin guys are so... F- 
uh, so light and agile that they can run across all the debris, but the Manchus all fall in, and then the governess goes to jump across it entirely, and that's when uh, Fong Sayak uses two poles and smashes them into his balls. So that might have hurt a lot, but I bet you that was set up. I bet you the actual someone actually got injured in this film. I'm sure of it, and I bet you it's like a piece of wood in the eye or something. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I, so much going on, but I, I think probably like it, I don't think the to be honest, I don't think you're, you're right. I don't think it was the, any of the action scenes that actually got anybody hurt. I think it was just like. Like superfluous. Someone falling off a wall. Yeah, so when the when the um, sedan exploded and bits, you know, like if you were next to that when the guy jumped out, they just small. I don't think it would be any action. It's just like something superfluous like that would have done it. Yeah. Um. And what move would you like? <clears throat> oh man. Um. There's there's so it many. Is, is this a pretty good film for moves? Uh. Look. I got to admit, like um. The beginning fight, um, just being able to like four in the beginning, there's a guy standing there and four people punch him in the stomach, and he just sits there and goes, huh, and then pushes his abs out, and they all go flying. Yeah. I would just love to be able to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's in the that's at the very beginning of this film. Like, just you know, if you don't watch any other part of this film, watch the first ten minutes. Just watch the intro, um, where it's got him like a bunch of fights, just one after the other after the other. Trying to trying to set up the story for it. Yeah, um, I like. I also like the mum. I think it was the mum in that scene where he's fighting and he's she's got blades on her shoes. I don't know if they're blades. I think they're just like metal. Steel caps? Yeah, steel caps. But I, I also think that fight um, at the very beginning when they're on the, the pillars and they're sort of stepping, stepping, stepping. With the they, blades. And, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. able to get real low. There's some, some bits in that where they get so low that they're sort of like doing the splits across chasms and stuff. Yeah. It's very uh, Van Damme 80s. <laughs> yeah. But that's yeah. not what I choose. I think I would choose... Um, being able to run up those walls, I still think that'd be really useful. Yeah, I, I yeah, that that way, that's really well done. Um, <clears throat> everyone sort of, I reckon, a lot of training. Yeah. Like this, this seems like one of those movies. It's almost like a throwaway movie. Yeah, like you would think, oh, you know, whatever they've just whatever. It's the third. It's the third in a group of films. I think like it's it's not even the most beloved of this franchise. It's like. It's a cash in. It is a cash in in that regard. Yeah. Well, I mean, if Fong Se hasn't been in any of the other ones, it's sort of, and then that, all of a sudden this character's in it. It's, yeah. you know, it's kind of, it's kind of like that comic crossover that you never really wanted. <laughs> yeah. What happens when this guy from from Thirty Six Chambers meets meets Fong Se Anyway, yeah, I, I really quite enjoyed our time with this, and it wasn't too long. Um, so until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, um, you all know where to contact us and thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time. Have a good one. Catch you. Bye.